Hey friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. Today, we are going to be jumping into our habit trackers. And the thing about tracking habits is that not only do you have to track the habit and do it and be honest with yourself each day, whether you did the habit or you didn't, what went well, what didn't, what tweaks you might make going forward. We also need to take the time at the end of the month to review the month as a whole, to take the time to be curious with ourselves, to distill some insights from the tracking that we've done, and then use that to propel ourselves forward into the next month. So that's what we're going to do together today. Back in episode 189 and the bonus episode that I dropped immediately after, we talked all about the power of habit tracking. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you don't have to listen to it before you tune into this one, but I would add it to your listening queue and go back and and tune in after this episode so you can learn the four benefits of habit tracking. Like why bother? (laughs) Because it's really important. And you can also learn about the value of just having awareness around what a habit is, what a habit loop is, how you implement a new habit with habit stacking. And we do all of this because I'm a firm believer in these 1% changes and these tiny shifts that we can make each and every day that make us slightly better than the day before. And I like to do so by implementing habits that support achieving the goals that I've set out for myself. Now, you guys know that I think goals should be aspirational, attainable, meaningful, and habit-based. And so that's why this new year, we're really focusing in on the habit piece because having the awareness around and the excitement around goals and setting them is awesome. I will talk about goals all day long if you want me to, but they don't mean anything if we don't actually take action. And we're going to focus that action through our habits this year. And so today I'm going to sit down and have a very honest and raw and real review of my January, 2023 habit tracker with you. We'll go over the goals that I set for myself in implementing an evening routine habit. And then I'll go through the, the sheet of the tracker that is reviewing the year and the different prompts that I have in there. And I'll tell you exactly how I responded. And then we'll take the time together to uh, look forward into February and to plan our habit tracker for that month. So I I'm super excited to dive into that with you today here, friends. And if you haven't yet, you can grab your free habit tracker over at misskatehouse.com slash habit tracker. That's M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E.com slash habit tracker to get your totally free habit tracker PDF today. But before we jump into today's episode, I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to today's podcast sponsor, Blissoma. Many of you know that I've been using Blissoma for months now, and my skin is literally looking and feeling its healthiest and most balanced in years. In fact, I made a recent reel over on Instagram at Miss Kate House sharing how Blissoma's products are made to be kind and compassionate towards our skin, how they support that healing and re- the restoration of balance process. And they do this without retinols. They do this without harsh chemicals, and they do this without strong acids. And instead, they lean into all this wonderful goodness. Things like how Blissoma products are contain 75% or more of active ingredients, which is so much more than synthetic skincare options that usually contain just get this one to 15% active ingredients. So Blissoma is 75% active ingredients. They include raw plant ingredients, phytonutrients, and medicinal compounds. One thing I really appreciate about Blissoma is they are toxin-free, vegan, and cruelty-free. 
They're even microbiome friendly and biodegradable too. And one of the things I love about Blissoma is that all the ingredients in their products are openly shared on their website and on their products. And they purposefully exceed the FDA labeling requirements so that nothing, nothing is hidden and you know exactly what you're putting on your skin. I didn't actually realize that there were FDA requirements that allowed the companies to not publish everything that's in their products. Like that's actually a little scary to me. So I love that Blissoma goes above and beyond to tell you exactly what you're getting, what you're putting on your skin and your skin is your biggest organ. So it's important to know what you're putting on it. So they have their full ingredient disclosure and all of that. Plus they are a small business and they are woman owned. You can actually just go back a couple episodes and listen to Julie Longyear's episode here on the podcast. She is the founder, the head chemist and the CEO of Blasoma. And her story is totally inspiring and is, she's a big reason why I work with Blasoma because not only do I love the products, but I support Julie and her mission for clean and healthy beauty. So friend, you can go over to misskatehouse.com slash Blasoma to learn more about these incredible products to see some truly inspiring before and after photos of clients who have used these exact same products. And when you're ready, you can use code live by design. That's L I V E B Y D E S I G N live by design. All one word on the Blissoma website. There'll be links below in your show notes to get 30% off your trial skincare set today. So you'll get two weeks worth of products for 30% off. And that is the perfect amount of time to start feeling and experiencing these results for yourselves. All right, friends on with the show. Hey friends, and welcome back to the live by design podcast. I'm your host, Kate house, health coach, yoga instructor, meditation enthusiast, slow, but steady runner, boy, mama times two wife to my college sweetheart and unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. This is our space to come together and explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together let's live by design and not default. Okie dokie. Let's hop right into today's episode. So I'm grabbing my habit tracker. Here we go. From January of 2023. And so just in review, the habit that I was establishing in January was a restful evening routine to support my morning routine too. I asked myself, why do I want to, why do I want to establish this specific habit? And I said, I want to feel settled and relaxed at the end of the day, content. I want tech free time. I want to get back in touch with myself and my family. And I want to prioritize rest and energy this year. And then I went through the process of asking myself, how will I stack this habit? So I said that the cue that will tell me like, oh, it's time to start this habit is that at 10 PM at the latest, I'll head upstairs for my skincare routine, my, my brushing of my teeth and flossing. And if time allows reading or meditating before bed, then I said that the action or the habit itself is going to bed earlier and having that restful and centering end of the day. Um, and I really wanted to highlight being proactive versus reactive at the end of the day. And the reward that I would receive at the end to close that habit loop, because a habit loop is the cue, the action, or the habit itself, and the reward. The reward was feeling centered, rested, and hopefully energetic. I identified what some possible obstacles might be that would prevent me from completing my habit. And I said, staying up too late watching TV. 
I totally get sucked into like the vortex on my couch. And then like I blink and I'm like three episodes deep <laughs> in something that I've been watching on TV. Um, and my other obstacle is just getting overtired on the couch, hitting that point where I'm just like so tired that I'm like, well, I'll just watch one more episode and then fall asleep. Um, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I want a, an evening routine that is a little bit more, um, getting back in touch with myself and not just tuning out from my day. Uh, and then I asked myself, how will I address these obstacles proactively? Or put another way, how will I purposely set myself up for success in implementing this new habit? And I said, setting a reminder on my phone uh, or my watch for when my routine starts. And also asking my husband to help me to be my accountability buddy too. And then the monthly affirmation I set for myself was, I prioritize my rest and protect my energy. And friend, if you like these prompts, again, you can go over to misskatehouse.com slash habit tracker to get your totally free habit tracker as well. You can literally do these exact same prompts as you set yourself up for success in February. Okay. So looking at my habit tracker uh, for January, it says the habit I will focus on this month is, and I wrote down a purposeful, proactive nighttime routine. And I told myself I'm applying this habit 80% of the days this month. Now, there are some people out there who might say, like, you should aim for every single day when implementing a new habit. And I appreciate that line of thinking. However, in the last 13 months that the LBD Collective and I have been meeting and working on our habit trackers, we've realized that many of us have this tendency towards all or nothing thinking towards perfectionism. And we set out these big goals for ourselves, like a, like a big new habit. And when we miss a day, we have a really hard time getting started again because we feel like we failed. When really, if you ask me, if you set a percentage of days for yourself to implement this new habit, you're giving yourself grace for the days when life inevitably happens for the night that your kids are sick or, you know, your dog needs emergency surgery, which happened this month to us. <laughs> and you're setting yourself up just for, for success, right? By saying like, okay, this is something new for me. It's not going to happen every single night. So let's just accept that <laughs> right now and show ourselves that grace proactively so that we're not so hard on ourselves when life does happen. So I said, I'm applying my habit 80% of days this month. Now that actually might've been a little ambitious <laughs> because in the end, I think I, I probably ended up around, if I look at the 31 days, I ended up around 70% <laughs> if I had to guess. And I'll be totally honest, guys, there is about five days in the middle of the month where I forgot to have it track. We had family in town. I was really focusing on being present and just enjoying our time together. And because of that, I didn't have my normal work time. And when I sit down at my desk, that's where I keep my habit tracker. And that's where I just sit down and, and make my note from the day before. Um, and then once a couple of days went by, I was like, I can't remember <laughs> what I did on those nights. I know a couple of the nights I did go to bed on the earlier side and a couple of nights I stayed up and visited with my family who are in from out of town, which is totally okay. And that's why we build in this buffer time of like, this isn't going to happen every single day, right? Um, so that was my, my success rate, I'd say was about 70%. And then I'm going to move on to the reflections page here. Now, this is where this is really important work to do, because you can say I have this goal, and you can say this habit will support reaching that goal, which for me is like, I need to start protecting and creating more energy in my life, like physically, I need to feel rested. <laughs> I don't know, my little kids have just like drained my energy from me. And I need to start like prioritizing rest and prioritizing the creation of new energy. And so I, you can have that goal and that's great, but then you need the habit to really move you towards achieving that goal. And then you need to take the time to reflect and think about like what went well, what didn't, and what will you change going forward? So 
as I look at the reflection page, I, I asked myself, what percentage of days was my aim and what did I achieve? And I said, 80% was my goal and I achieved about 70% of the time, um, which if you ask me is a total win because the month prior in December, this wasn't the habit I was implementing. And so 70% is still way better than what I was doing before. And then I asked myself what worked well for me. So I have some very specific insights based off of my habit tracker. So every day I made a little note of if I did my evening routine the night before, if I did what was supportive, what helped me do that. And if I didn't, what is some insight I can glean from that? Like what, what can I learn? And so I said, no new TV shows starting after 9, 15 PM. I said, stay upstairs after my boys are asleep and in bed. This was huge for me. And so for example, like if my boys go to sleep and they're in bed asleep by like 7 30 PM, if I go downstairs and I like sit down on my couch, it's all over. Like the second I sit on the couch, I'm like, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm like not moving for like at least two or three hours. And I, I want to do things in the evening that feel restful. Yes. Like watching TV is I love watching TV. Um, but I also want to do things that are restorative and sitting on my couch and eating like a giant bowl of Cheez-Its and having a glass of wine and watching TV is super fun. And I want to do it from time to time, but I don't want that to be, be like my default every single night. And so that was really helpful for me to realize like, oh, if I just stay upstairs after my kids are asleep, then I don't get sucked into the vortex. That is my couch. <laughs> and then my last thing that worked well was having a plan ahead of time. So telling myself like, okay, this evening I want to walk on the treadmill, watch that TV show that I really enjoy, but I'm going to walk on the treadmill at the same time. And then I'm going to um, take a shower and then I'll do my skincare routine and brush my teeth. And then as I sit in bed before I fall asleep, I'll do a little bit of reading or some journaling. And so having that plan ahead of time was helpful so that I wasn't having to make decisions in the moment. Cause I don't know about you friend, but sometimes I have serious decision fatigue by the end of the day. Like I've made a million decisions about like what everyone's eating and snacks and the schedule for the day and who's going where and when <laughs> by the time I get to the end of the day, I'm like, I just cannot make another decision. And so having a plan ahead of time is really helpful because all I have to do then is just execute it. I don't have to make any decisions. Then I asked myself, what obstacles did I face? And I said, tiredness, like to be totally honest in January, we've been sick. You may even hear it in my throat right now. My kids have been sick for two and a half weeks. And then on top of that, my elderly dog had massive surgery. She had a three pound tumor removed from her leg. And that's been like a whole thing. <laughs> and so luckily she's doing really well. Um, but those were like obstacles. Those were things that took up a lot of time in my day and in my evening that I didn't necessarily account for. Um, another obstacle I faced was getting sucked into the couch vortex is how I say it. Um, and now, um, something that we have created in our home that is helping is we've created this workout room. So we took an extra bedroom that was no longer in use and we put our treadmill and our Peloton in there, our weights. And this just past weekend, we hung up our TV. And so now at night, when I do have that desire to like, watch, um, you know, Aaron and Ben Napier on hometown. Um, I love that show. It makes me feel good. I enjoy watching it, but I can watch it while walking two or three miles. And so that just feels really good. I said, how did I show myself grace as the next prompt? And I said, I kept trying again. I avoided harsh inner criticism and I gave myself permission to just embrace and approach this whole process with curiosity. So instead of getting down on myself, like, oh, Kate, you suck. You stayed up too late again. You didn't have a restful evening routine. You're tired in the morning. Instead of that inner dialogue, I decided to just be curious, like, okay, well, why did that feel 
like the right decision at the time? Like, did I just default into that? Did I not have a plan ahead of time? Was I overtired? Like, should I just have gone to bed? Um, there were a few nights in January where I literally went to bed at 7.30 or 8 p.m. I was so tired. And I was like, you know what? Instead of like vegging out for two hours, I'm literally just going to go to bed. <laughs> it just felt so good to give myself that permission to be like, you're tired. Just go to sleep. Sometimes we just have to parent ourselves. One of the last questions is, how will I celebrate my wins? And I said that I felt more rested and more energetic. And it literally like put a smile on my face to wake up the next morning and be like, yes, I did it. (laughs) I had a good restful and centering evening routine. So that was my win. And then the final question on the reflection part of your tracker is next month, will you continue focusing on implementing this habit or will you stack it with a new one? I'm really going to keep focusing on this habit, guys, because um, I don't feel like I've totally nailed it. It's definitely not a part of my day yet where it's a habit that happens without me having to think about it. Like it's still requiring a little bit of intention to layer this into my day to not just like default into the couch vortex for two or three hours every night and instead to do something um, more nurturing with that time. And there will be days absolutely when like sitting down and watching a movie or a show with my husband is nurturing and that is the thing that I want to do. I just don't want it to be the thing that I do every single night. Okay, so now let's move on to February of 2023. So I printed off my habit tracker like literally right before I started recording and I filled this out. So I'm back at the beginning of the habit tracker. At the top, it has your month and year, and I put in February 2023. And the habit I'm I'm establishing, again, is a restful, recharging, and healthy evening routine. I've done a whole episode on this idea of crowding out. You can go back in the archives. Um, I'll even find it and drop a link to it below in the show notes for you if you haven't listened to it. But crowding out is this approach to habit change that I really appreciate. I learned it when I was doing my health coach training. And it's this idea of instead of saying like, for example, saying like, I want to drink less, I don't know, coffee in a day. Instead of saying like, well, I'm going to cut out everything but one cup of coffee, which is a very like, almost like a negative view. You say, okay, I'm going to drink a hundred ounces of water. And if you drink a hundred ounces of water, whatever that number is for you, I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out there, um, it's going to be a lot harder to drink five cups of coffee because your stomach will be full of water. So the idea is that you're using something new and positive to crowd out the behavior you no longer desire. So for me, like a healthy evening routine looks like walking on my treadmill and watching my TV show then instead of sitting on my couch and eating snacks and like drinking calories that I just don't need at that time of day. I'm not even hungry. It's just a kind of mindless thing that like feels good at the time, but isn't supporting my health and wellness goals for this new year. And so I'm using crowding out. I'm crowding out the behavior of sitting on the couch for multiple hours at night by choosing to walk on my treadmill, by choosing um, to stay upstairs. Again, I'll drop a link to that episode down below if you want to give it a listen. All right. The next question is, why do I want to establish this specific habit? And I said, I want to prioritize my rest and move from exhausted to rested and eventually to energetic. (laughs) I don't know about you, friend, but especially in this season with little kids, I feel like I've been tired for five and a half years (laughs) and I am ready to feel energetic and rested again. 
And then I asked myself, how will I stack this habit? So the cue, the action, and the reward, that is your habit loop. And I'm going to stack this habit with my cue is when my boys go to bed, I stay upstairs for my walking routine and some TV time. And then I go right from there into a shower, into my skincare routine, brushing my teeth, all that good stuff. And then I have a little bit of time at the end for some non-screen time activities like journaling in bed, reading in bed, or a short meditation. Then I ask myself, what is the action or the habit that I'm implementing? And that's my movement and my tech free time. And then eventually sleep. And then the reward is literally just feeling rested and energetic. (laughs) And then I ask myself again, what are possible obstacles that could prevent me from completing my action? And again, it's, it's not starting anything new on the TV after 9.15. It's, um, having to remember that the evening routine is a time to slow down and, uh, it's time that I want to be restful and I don't want it to be rushed. So if I want this to be a restful routine, I can't start it at 10 p.m., right? I have to start it earlier in the night. So I have time for my walk. I have time for my shower. I have time to read in bed, right? And so if I don't want it to be rushed, I need to be proactive. And so staying upstairs after my kids go to sleep is a really great way to do that because then I'm upstairs around 730 and I've gifted myself two to two and a half hours of time just for myself for all these activities, Um, And finally, um, how will I address these obstacles proactively? Again, just staying upstairs after my kid's bedtime. And my monthly affirmation is I protect and create energy. So that is my habit for February of 2023, friend. I would love for you to join me in this habit tracking process. And again, you can go back and listen to episode 189 of the podcast to learn all about habit tracking and why it's important to do and a little bit more about habits and how they're implemented through habit loops. So your cue, your action, and your reward. And then eventually we talk about habit stacking as well, which is what we do once a habit is totally implemented and part of your day, then we can stack another positive habit on top of that one. And you can even listen to the bonus episode after episode 189 for even more insight. So friend, I hope that this is, um, I hope that this exercise is encouraging to you. I want you to know that like, I am just a mom sitting in her basement recording this podcast. I'm somebody who is committed to learning and growth and self-reflection. And I love getting to walk alongside the women in the LBD collective, especially um, as we implement these habits and these routines and we get curious and we show ourselves grace and we're kind to ourselves as we implement these new habits. I love getting to do it as we walk alongside each other here on the podcast. And if you are looking for that added layer of accountability and support in this new year, as you implement healthy habits, as you reset your mindset, and as you lean into self-love practices. Again, the LBD Collective is always waiting for you. You can even join us for a free month to see if we'd be the perfect fit for you over at misskatehouse.com slash free month. And you can literally join us totally for free as long as you are a lady or a woman identifying person who wants to be in community with other just incredible, strong empowering women. Um, and we would love to have you join us and you'll even get access to our entire backlog of growth and discovery nights. So at this point, 13 months worth of growth nights, discovery nights, and all the resources that come with it, which is like kind of bonkers that I offer that for free, (laughs) but it's on my heart to serve as many of you as you choose to live by design and not by default. And that is one way that I can do that. And again, if you want to hop into this habit tracker, grab it totally for free over at misskatehouse.com slash 
habit tracker and you'll just get an email. Um, once you put in your, your name and your email address, you'll get an email for me right in your inbox, including the habit tracker. So you can get started today. And a big thank you again to Blissoma for being today's podcast sponsor. And you can use code live by design for 30% off of your trial skincare set today. And my skincare routine in the evening is absolutely part of this evening routine. And my skin feels so good. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have clear, healthy, balanced skin again. So use code live by design for 30% off your trial skincare set today. All right, friend, have a fabulous rest of your day. All right, friend, that brings us to the end of another live by design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope that you are walking away with at least one little nugget of information that you didn't have before, or one action item that you are going to start implementing in your life starting right now. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free community Facebook group, I would love for you to become a live by design podcast insider. You can join us over at misskatehouse.com slash community to be automatically redirected to a Facebook group, all focused on releasing overwhelm, getting unstuck, and finally taking aligned action in the direction of your dreams. We have such a beautiful community of kind and supportive people there, and I can't wait for you to join us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would first subscribe to the show through whatever listening app you prefer. And second, to rate the show with five stars over on Apple Podcasts and leave us a one or two sentence review. That is seriously the kindest way that you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free, serving you from the heart with so much love and so much heart. I will be back in your earbuds again soon. And until then, friend, spread some joy, make someone smile.